Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. Halloween is within two weeks, so we've seen a lot of horror movies at the theater. Even if they're not horror movies, I personally think their plots are pretty scary. So today we're going to talk about scary movies. They're either horrors or they talk about stories that are very frightening. I went to see the first new movie we're going to talk about today, and I have to say it's super good. Let's listen to the introduction of it. Killers of the Flower Moon. Members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. The Osage. They have the worst land. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a Hollywood production which we haven't talked about for a long time. Killers of the Flower Moon, starred by Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro, directed by Martin Scorsese, one of my favorite actors and my favorite director. So of course, I went to watch it on the very first day it's released. It's based on the true story. Director Martin Scorsese hopes that he can bring the Osage tribe, which has been forgotten by people for a long time, to the public through this movie. He even visited the Osage tribe before COVID outbreak. Yes, the production of this movie started before COVID. Since director Martin Scorsese was so sincere, the tribe people. Were willing to provide traditional dances and locations as a support. They even opened their community for the actors and actresses to observe. The whole crew not only accepted the instruction of Osage language, but also invited Osage people to be their cultural consultant to make sure that the details of clothing, painting, and food. Were authentic. Besides demonstrating the actual historical event, director Martin Scorsese also wanted to tell people that we really have to pay attention to be careful for the danger we might have if we expose our fortune too much. Originally, Osage were kicked out of Kansas, but they happened to discover that. Their new habitat, Oklahoma, boasts a lot of oyo, so they ended up not only treating white people as their slaves, but also getting married with white people. But you know, when people get too rich, they attract unnecessary troubles. A lot of Osage people started to disappear and died, and the cases were even more mysterious. That the sheriffs, a lot of private detectives, and even the prosecutors of the state stopped the investigation. Only the director at the Bureau of Investigation, J. Edgar Hoover, and one of the investigators, Tom White, continued to investigate and finally revealed the truth, and that also initiated the establishment of FBI. After I watched it yesterday, I feel that it's super good, so I highly recommend you to watch it. 
If you like Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese, just like me, even better, you won't be disappointed. Now let's listen to the introduction of the second new movie we're going to talk about today: The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Kenneth and Peter's unprecedented co-victory in the 74th Hunger Games stirs an uprising. President Snow visits Katniss to threaten the lives of everyone she knows, and holds dear if she doesn't do all she can to toe the line and quell the unrest. As her best efforts fail, Plutarch Heavensbee meets with Snow to implement a quarter quell, by which to gather all former Hunger Games victors and have them eliminate each other. Kenneth and Peter end up in the quarter quell, but must form alliances in order to survive. However, those with whom Katniss prefers to ally herself seem to be for emotional rather than tactical reasons. I'm staying here. Oh, the second new movie we're going to talk about today is a re-release. I wouldn't say it's a classic. I mean, I do like Hunger Games. I think they're pretty good movies, but I don't think they're Old enough or great enough to be considered as classic. I don't really understand the reason why it's re-released this week. But anyway, let's talk about it. I think if you're about my age or you're just a movie holic in modern days, I'm pretty sure you've seen The Hunger Games at the theater. I personally went to see The Hunger Games. I'm not sure if it's only the last one or the last two ones. In the U.S., because I was an exchange student in the U.S. at the time, and I only read the novels after I finished all of the movies. So it was like this: I finished all the movies, and I went to the library of my school. So I only read the English version. The Hunger Games were adapted from Susan Collins' best-selling trilogy novel, The Hunger Games. And Catching Fire was the second episode. Actually, the first episode was re-released the week before. This episode was directed by Frances Lawrence, starred by I think you're all familiar with them, Jennifer Lawrence, Liam Hemsworth, and Josh Hutcherson. As we heard in the introduction, even though Katniss was very reluctant and unwilling, she had to go back to the cruel Hunger Games once again. Because she became the spiritual symbol of people's uprising out of surprise, and in order to soothe people's emotions, the authority decides to hold the 75th Hunger Games, which is the quarter quell. When I saw that at the theater, I was like, "Wait, what? That's so awful!" I mean, Hunger Games itself, it's Super awful, but the quarter quell was crazy. If I'm one of the victors, I would be like, "Come on, I killed eleven people to stay alive, and you told me that I could live my life happily ever after, and now you're telling me that you want me to go back to Hunger Games and kill eleven people who are as good as me or even better again? That's just ridiculous." But that's basically the idea of second episode of the Hunger Games. If you miss it on the big screen, you can go to the theater to review it. So far, the two movies we talk about are not horror; it's about their scary plots. 
But as we move on to Top 007, there are more scary movies waiting for us. Let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3, Saw X. Top 2 was The Creator. And Top 1, Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie. Here come Top 7 to Top 4. Top 6, The Pig, The Snake, and The Pigeon. Top 5, The Bridge Curse 2. The cancer is still spreading. The boy and the heron. Well, I would say among all the movies from top 7 to top 4 this week, except the boy and the heron, all of them are somehow horror. I've talked about Saw X. It's already something. And if I have choice, I would definitely not talk about The Bridge Curse 2, an obvious ghost movie. So I'd like to talk about The Pig, The Snake, and The Pigeon once again. It's a great Taiwanese movie anyway. The best part of it is that it's starred by the goldest crew ever. What does it mean that it's the goldest? because it's starred by the Golden Horse Awards winners Ethan Ron and Chen Yi-wen. It also features the best leading actress at Taipei Film Festival, who also got nominated for the best leading actress at the Golden Horse Awards many times, Jingo Wang, the best supporting actor at Golden Horse Awards, Ben Yuan, who's a Hong Kong actor, the Best Supporting Actor at Golden Bell Awards, Li Li Ren, he's a pretty famous Taiwanese actor, and numerous experienced actors and actresses, such as Xie Chengxuan and Yeo Anshun. I personally like Yeo Anshun a lot. I mean, whenever he's among the crew, you know it's going to be a great play or a great TV show or a movie. The highest level short film awards just announced its nomination a few days ago, and I saw that Yo Anshun is among the nominations. I was so happy, and I was lucky to be involved in one of the works that got nominated. So I really hope everyone good luck for that award. With so many brilliant actors and actresses, the pig, the snake, and the pigeon is definitely the goldest Taiwanese movie this year. And it's time for us to move on to top 3 to top 1. I have to tell you, this movie is the scariest among the 4 movies I talk about today. Check it out. Top 3. The Creator This is a fight for our very existence. Sergeant Taylor, we are this close to winning the war. Top 2. The Exorcist Believer. Good morning, Mr. Fielding. Good morning, Catherine. And here are your dogs. Top one. Paul Patrol, the mighty movie. <gasps> Did he say lunch? Uh, no. I said launch. Uh -huh. The meteor's heading straight for us! <gasps> Alright, I think it's very obvious. There's only one scary movie among top three to top one. So I guess I have to talk about The Exorcist Believer. 
Even if you're someone like me who doesn't dare to watch any horror movies at all, you've definitely heard about The Exorcist, the classic Exorcist, before, and you probably know as related to exorcism. However, the crew decided to make the movie more related to the modern worldview. They didn't want to look at exorcism and possession. Only through the Catholic point of view, because they think everyone has different point of view and explanation to possession. The story of this episode basically combines the point of view from different religions and different cultures, even including skepticism and atheism. There are two girls who got possessed together in this story. Their family have different point of view and different thoughts about possession and exorcism. So the director hopes that people can be inspired to understand that people from different backgrounds would have different understanding and explanation to the same thing. But I personally think people who go to watch The Exorcist believer just want to be scared. And maybe they will be scared to death. How would they be inspired to think something so deep? I really doubt it. But anyway, the core value of this story still surrounds the invasion of evil forces. The classic exorcist in 1973 described how the girl got possessed. She not only started to curse. Was very anxious and annoyed, but also did a lot of things that a little girl wouldn't do. In this episode, it focuses on a single dad, and the possession happens on his only daughter and her friend when they disappeared in a forest. Even though they got home after three days, something weird started to happen. Out of fear and desperation. The dad decides to seek help from the only person in the world that has experienced something like this and is still alive, and that is the connection between this episode and the classic The Exorcist. I really want to recommend people who love horror movies to watch this one. However, the comments so far are super bad. I'm not sure if it has a bad connection to the classic one, or it just failed as a horror movie. So if you really want to see, maybe you can tell us what you think about it after you watch it, and we can discuss more about it. Wait, no, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Only if it's still on the chart. And that's all the time we have for today. Thankfully, I talk about scary movies, and I'm still happy. Hope you come back again for more good movies next week. I'm Viola. See you next week.